you know, I always say like your temporary situation is not your final destination. If you always want to do it on the side and your dreams aren't big enough, then you already got in your own way. Welcome to the Beauty Boss Confidential. My name is Ren and I'm a beauty blogger, new mom, makeup artist, and owner of my own makeup academy in Atlanta, Georgia. My name is Nalani and I'm a cosmetic tattoo artist and instructor. I run a busy permanent makeup studio and academy in Atlanta as well and also manage a small team. We're two modern women trying to juggle it all from building our empire to being a wife and navigating being a new mom all while making time for ourselves. We're here to share with you the behind the scenes of what it's really like to run a successful beauty business from marketing to business strategies and trying to find that perfect work-life balance. Let's dive right in. Hey everyone, my name is Nalani and today I'm going to share with you guys how I was able to turn my passion, which was makeup, into my main source of income back in 2014. These are the exact steps that I use and I feel like you guys are going to benefit from it. If you're that person who's sitting behind your corporate desk right now and have a burning desire to pursue your passion but just don't know how. Sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with my co-host, Ren. I remember the days when I used to sit at my corporate job and just daydream about being able to do makeup full time. I have been doing makeup for seven years and at this point I was just so tired and I felt so lifeless every day. So I got tired of it and I started planning some steps and strategies to help me depart from my corporate job. Tip number one, make sure you have a solid book of business for about a year before you even think about leaving your job. I had been doing makeup for seven years and I had already built a reputation for myself. So that made me feel confident that if I were to leave my corporate job, I would have clientele coming from left to right. Having an established clientele is important because it lets you know that your business is stable and consistent. Tip number two, save up all the money you make from your side job and not spend it. I had saved up all of my side money, meaning all of the gigs that I did on weekends, to me, that wasn't extra money. To me, that was money to save for my departure. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely a good idea to have your separate savings account. Even with people who are working full-time, they say to have a rainy day account of six months of expenses in case you get laid off. That actually leads up to my next point. Tip number three, save about six to eight months worth of expenses. I made sure that I saved up about eight months worth of expenses. So what you want to do is calculate all of your expenses and make sure you have eight months worth. In my opinion, I'm all for taking risks, but I do take very calculated risks. In order for me to have clarity and to have no doubts, I had to make sure my finances were in order. 
I even thought about saving up for a year because to me, when you depart from a job, the last thing you want to worry about is money. That is not the way you need to jump into something new. So a lot of people I feel have that misconception. They really just take the term, the phrase of, you know, you got to take a leap of faith, literally. I mean, I certainly did. But like I said before, it was like definitely calculated. Tip number four, figure out how you can supplement your income. Say, for instance, if you make about like $700 to $1,000 per week at your corporate job after taxes, then what I did was I calculated, okay, if I were to have a wedding on Saturday that will pay $500 to $700 per bridal party, that already supplemented my income with just one day. So my goal was to have at least one wedding a week. If I'm making close to what I was making from my corporate job working 40 hours a week, and I make that in maybe six, uh, six hours per that day, then how am I going to supplement the rest of the income. I have six days to make as much or if not more. And being in Atlanta, there's an advantage. There's actually a really big community of South Asian brides here. It's actually one of the biggest next to Chicago, I believe. So now, Ren, I know you work those Indian weddings and they're like three days, right? Those are Usually. the best ones, honestly, that you guys, yes. you guys all the luck in. Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to be in that industry. I got to a point when I was like calling off work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or like Thursday through Sunday. I was like, whoa, if they use me for all of their events, I could potentially make like $1,000, if not more, doing an entire bridal party for that day. Or you can actually make that with just one bride, depending on how high your ticket item is. When I knew that I was getting a call for like weekdays, I knew I could make this much, if not more than my corporate job and working less. It's a no brainer. And I'm doing what I love. Like, it makes so much sense, you know? Tip number five, make sure you are at least six months booked out. When I was consistently getting weekends booked out for weddings, I think I got about a full year's worth of weddings booked before I even quit my job. So I would say if I could recommend something, maybe have about six months, at least six months worth of future weddings booked or whatever it is, your gig, then you can depart from your corporate job with a clear mind like, hey, I know I have money coming in. Tip number six, don't be afraid to ask for help. So... I did meet my now husband, but he was my, you know, boyfriend at the time. It's so weird to say boyfriend now. <laughs> Seems like such a long time ago. But he always knew that I had a passion for makeup. So he was very supportive. So I do feel like having a support system, whether it's like your friend, your family, a, a spouse or someone, it's very helpful to know that somebody else has your back. 
So when I was ready to present to him my plan, I presented in a way where it was like a business proposal. <laughs> I sat him down, like really serious conversation. And I was like, I, you know, I saved up about eight months of expenses. So nothing's going to change. And I really believe that this is the right time for me. And basically, I need to know if you have my back, if nothing, if this doesn't work out. And he was just like, okay, I, I see you. You know, he was just like, all right. Yeah. Like, you know, you came and you had a plan. Um, so, you know, let's, let's do it. Now, if you were someone that didn't have a spouse or someone you can lean on, like if you need to move back home, like move back home, you know, I always say like, your temporary situation is not your final destination. Tip number seven, utilize your downtime wisely. During the times that I wasn't working, meaning since makeup was such like a weekend event driven industry, my Mondays were pretty slow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. They were pretty slow. And then that's when I started looking into getting on production, which production TV film is usually Monday through Friday. So I started doing that. But prior to that, I would use those slow weekdays to work on the business, meaning I would just invite a random person and do their makeup and expand in my portfolio. So there was always something to do. There wasn't a downtime ever for me. Tip number eight, change your mindset. I feel that if you always want to do it on the side and your dreams aren't big enough, then you already got in your own way. If you're that type of person, you're like, this is my side job, but it's going to be my main job one day. You're already there. Like mentally, you're like, when I make it my main job, not if you have to change your mindset into believing that it's going to be more than just your side job. Instead of saying you can't, how can you? Tip number nine, brainstorm different avenues of income. Not only was I providing makeup services, but I was also providing makeup lessons. So if you are in the beauty space right now, some of the things you can do is teach, sell your products, be an influencer, start a YouTube, start podcasting, or even do affiliate marketing. So that's just some of the ways you can utilize your gift and your skills and think more outside the box instead of just thinking that the only way you can make money is just by providing services. Yeah, that's great advice. I always tell everyone that you should have multiple streams of income and they can all relate to your essential gift or your trade. So as we talked about, not only are you doing, you know, the actual makeup or um, services, you're teaching it, mm-hmm. or maybe you're selling a product to go along with it. Yeah. Or maybe you're you know, partnering with different brands or, you know, being a consultant. So that's what's going to make you actually survive having a business, having those multiple streams that will get you through a year that has its ups and downs in terms of busy periods and, you know, slow seasons. Yeah, yeah. I also came across a local Atlanta artist where she paints glitter walls. She actually tours the city and also in other states as well, teaching other people how to make to do this glitter wall. 
And I looked at my husband and I was just like, there's so many ways to make money. You just got to think outside the box and you just got to be open to the fact that your idea is not stupid. Tip number 10, be 80% ready. I always say like, it's okay to be 80% ready. You don't have to be like 100% ready all the time. But as long as you're 80% ready and leave the 20% to like figuring stuff out, that's okay. A lot of times I feel like people are waiting to be fully 100% ready before they just completely go for it. But sometimes it really holds you back in my opinion. Wow, that was such really, really good advice to, to the point where I was actually taking notes because <laughs> I, I really think that um, when people have dreams, and I see a lot of my students that I mentor at my makeup academy, they are not thinking about how it's actually going to happen. They just have, you know, the passion, but you have to have a plan as well. And I think you gave some practical advice about the whole budgeting aspect of it, um, changing your attitude. Um, previewing your work so that way people will take you seriously and you build your reputation. So I think anyone in any industry really can take that advice, but especially for the beauty industry where it's very visual, um, I think that people want to see all of those things happening. In summary, I've outlined 10 different tips you can implement to help you feel good about departing from your corporate job. Tip number one, make sure you have a solid book of business for about a year before you think about leaving your job. Tip number two, save all the money you made from your side job and not spend it. Tip number three, save about six to eight months worth of expenses. Tip number four, figure out how you can supplement your income. Tip number five, make sure your calendar is booked out for at least six months. Tip number six, don't be afraid to ask for help. Tip number seven, utilize your downtime wisely. Tip number eight, change your mindset. Tip number nine, brainstorm different avenues of income. And finally, tip number 10, it's okay to be 80% ready. I hope you were able to find my tips helpful. Remember that when it's time for you to quit your job, it's going to be the best feeling and all worth the fight and all worth the struggle. Just listen to your gut. The day that you want to put in your two weeks notice, you will feel it so deep within your soul that you will be excited and you just can't ignore it. So it will be a struggle at first, but just know that you are deserving of living the life that you feel in your heart and soul that you're supposed to live. Thanks for joining us on the Beauty Boss Confidential. If you love this episode, go ahead and screen record your favorite part and tag us on Instagram. I'm Nalani at BeautyBot. And I'm Ren at Makeup by Ren Ren. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And please give us a five-star rating and tell all your beauty bosses. Thanks again for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time.